Fly ball, left field, it's deep. And it is Hey guys, and welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast, and it is episode number 11. And today we've got a special guest on, Ryan. We have got Tim Stokel, the Phillies social media coordinator, uh, one half of the duo behind the app Phillies account uh, and behind the Instagram account, Facebook account. He covers it all. And today we are going to get a little insight to what it's like to be in charge and behind an MLB team's social media uh, so we're going to have all that covered and we'll ask him a lot more. That's going to be a great interview. Uh, Ryan, how are you, mate? What a what a weekend. I'm good. I, I took it easy and had like one beer and drank a few Coca-Colas at the weekend, Dave. What about so, you? Uh, well, I got there Friday. Uh, as you can tell, my voice is really struggling. I've had no voice since Monday. I have just chatted and spoke to so many people non-stop over the weekend. Do you know what? It was Friday night because we had the event at Belushi's in London Bridge. Uh, big, big event. all Packed. It was absolutely packed. So many people turned up. And thank you to everyone who turned up to Belushi's and our events at Belushi's throughout the weekend. It was incredible. And uh, I wasn't even going to drink. Uh, and then a game of NL versus AL beer pong started up. And uh, it was me and uh, Joe from UK Cubs against the AL guys and um, my beer pong skills ain't great and my night quickly went downhill from there um, wow. uh, but it was awesome we had the boys from Caps Off coming down which was which was just it was so good to talk to them and it was just what a weekend Ryan it was just amazing yeah. like a, a baseball bubble and it's good to see you on Sunday as well well yeah I mean the error I you know, I, I wanted to get tickets to both games and I didn't I only got tickets for Sunday um so I made a I made a little bit of an error in that I probably could have wound up getting tickets to both and wish that I did one way or another because the whole weekend came as a complete sort of three day festival um, and yeah, really did. you know that that's note taken for next year because as fantastic as Sunday was and we came down on the morning went home in the evening and it was it was it was glorious but next season Cubs Cardinals proper National League baseball that hopefully will stay under an NFL score and we'll, we'll be there for the whole weekend is the plan. You got it, mate. You got it. Friday was incredible. There was We went to the workout day and watched the batting practice and walked around all the stadium and it was just, it was amazing. It was just, even the bars watching them batting practice. We, we, I was sat right next to the Yankees dugout and uh, I'll tell you what, Aaron Judge, what, what a beast. What an athlete is that man seeing him up close. He was literally stood four foot away from me. And he is huge. Him, I just could not believe it. What an athlete that man is up close in real life. Wow, um, so you're telling me that the uh, the little MLB click, oh my, what a bomb, is uh, is is legit. That There's a reason why that guy <laughs> gets so excited when he crushes one out of the stadium. You just cannot believe the, the, the size of him, the power of him. And, but, but he seems like a really nice guy. He was signing a lot of autographs on Friday. Not mine. Not mine. I wasn't Yankee fanboy. No way. <laughs> it was impressive to look at, but that was that as far as it went. Uh, and Saturday, Saturday, I think, was was the day for me, was, was the better of the two. Because 
the atmosphere was was fantastic. Sunday had that typical Sunday afternoon game feel to it. it was the old little, man feel. I loved that. I... <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was nice, but Saturday was electric. It felt yeah. like an opening day. The anthems were sung loud by both the American supporters that come over and the and the Brits. You know, God Save the Queen was belted out. Um, the first inning, 6-6. Six, six. It just couldn't believe what you're seeing, but seeing, but every home run, every run was loudly applauded. There was loud chants of "Let's go Yankees, let's go Red Sox." It just had a real feel to it. I, I think everyone had been on the drink all day before that because first pitch wasn't till about ten past six, and I was at the uh, stadium for ten o'clock, and already it was packed. The bars were already packed, but the atmosphere—you were right, Ryan. It was a festival atmosphere. It was just. Incredible. I spoke to so many. I met Phillies fans from Italy and Germany. Um, it was like the first Phillies fan I saw. I gave my high five. Went, Where are you from, buddy? He went, Italy. It's like, oh, cool. And then I um, saw Mexico, Germany. Met so many people from the Twitter and Facebook accounts. Uh, awesome to see people wearing the UK Phillies t shirts. That was so cool. Um, but yeah, it was just an amazing. Everything was represented. It was it was just fantastic. I I literally Monday was a massive come down day. I just couldn't just felt, just felt like uh oh. Did you have a two foot long hot dog or whatever that whatever that was long no, long people's body. I didn't have twenty pounds to spend on that. <laughs> so how much it was? It was twenty quid. Now no, to be fair to MLB, I mean obviously prices get a little silly in the stadium, but. I have to say that I thought that the the choice on offer in in the stadium, sort of outside the stadium, there was was pretty damn impressive because it was ours. yeah, yeah. The NFL the NFL doesn't manage to do that at Wembley. I, I don't know what they're going to do at Spurs. I'll, I'll tell you but... what, the, the the beer prices and the food prices was cheaper than Citizens Bank Park. Well, actually, we were talking about this on the way down, and we were we were expecting sort of guessing beer prices. We said nine quid, and you you just expecting that sort of crazy inflation, and you could get a beer for what six fifty something like that. So six fifty, yeah, you, you're paying over the odds. You, you you know anyone who sort of gets to the we saw a few get to the front of the queue and sort of do that English. How much? You know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, we all know what we're gonna pay. We're not we're not idiots, especially sporting events. But I tell you what, I loved. I was sat in the thirty-pound seats, the cheap ones at the very top, for the first three innings. And I thought I'll go for a wander and take a walk round, see if you can see, watch the game from different vantage points. And you could, they, they didn't move you on. I was in the gantry in the lower tier, just by third base. I watched a lot of the game there. They went to the foul pole lines with the the temporary seating. There's like a massive gantry behind that grandstand. Watched a lot of the game from there behind home plate. It was like a fr- and Sunday was a free for all. They 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 checked no tickets. So my mate George, UK's Astros, he literally got in behind home plate on the stand and got front row and watched the game wow. right behind home plate. I watched it. I, I left uh, after the bottom of the seventh because it was a. It looked like it was over by then. It nearly wasn't. To, <laughs> and it nearly wasn't. I got back to Belushi's for the uh, Sunday night meetup, and the Red Sox had the time time run on the plate, uh, which it. <laughs> Could be one of the greatest comebacks. Thankfully, it wasn't. I would be gutted to have walked out and missed one of those games. But it was it was brilliant. It was so many Bostonians and and New Yorkers there from from the states. And to be honest, I thought they added to the atmosphere, added to, added to the carnival, and it made it. They made it feel like a real game as well. They got the chance going. They got the rivalry really going. And I spoke to so many uh, Yankees fans. I, I sat and watched most of the game. One with Yankees fans from New York, from uh, from the Bronx. And they were brilliant. They were absolutely yeah. brilliant. You know, 
we had a bit of banter with a bit of the Phillies and the, the, the New York, you know, sports teams. But the, the whole, it was just no animosity between anybody. It was just an amazing day. You know, even West Ham fans were saying that the stadium then was, was far better for baseball than it is for football in terms of atmosphere, in terms of the spectacle, in terms of the view. I can't condone you talking to West Ham fans, but um, no, I'm, I'm joking. Um, uh, on a serious note, um, I wonder if anyone had Tanaka and Porcello on Saturday night for their fantasy baseball team, because that would have been, what, 12 earned runs in about 1.2 oh, wow, innings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any of those pitches, yeah. wow. It was just, it was, the scoring was unbelievable. You know, it was not the perfect game for newcomers, because if that's how they think baseball is, they're in for a big shock when they watch it. <laughs> Are you, are you thinking as well that when the Giants come to that stadium, how quickly is the Billy Bonds stand becoming the Barry Bonds stand? Did you see that sign? I did, I did. <laughs> the Giants won, the Giants won't come over. I, I think I think the West Coast teams will go off to, to Asia. Come on now. We've had we've had West Coast NFL teams up. London is a hub. Everyone is welcome. Come no, to our no, multicultural no, cosmopolitan that, greatness. I'm 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 saying it because well no because I think the West Coast teams like they did this year like with the Mariners and the A's will go to Asia I think the Southern teams will go to South America and I think the Central Central North teams and the East Coast teams will be the ones that they want You're coming over. Basically convincing yourself that the Phillies are there. <laughs> exactly that. Right? That's basically what you're doing. Exactly <laughs> that. I'm on to you. <laughs> hey, talk, talking of uh, the Phillies, let's get to uh, let's get to our boys. It was good Sunday night see the Phillies finally take a win off the Marlins. And then last night, one of Aaron Nola's best games for us. Outstanding. Eight innings. And fair play to Gabe Kapler for keeping him in for eight innings because I had a feeling he, he was going to pull him. No, he didn't. Eight innings from Aaron Nola. Phillies win 2-0. Eight strikeouts. I think it was just the four hits. Yeah, four hits for Aaron Nola. Three walks, eight strikeouts. ERA now below four. Hector Naris came in. Three strikeouts. Struck out the side for the save. 17th save for Hector Neris. Dallas Keiko, on the other hand, two more earned runs against him. Just the three strikeouts. And it was it was a good performance yesterday and set the tone for the series. Well, hopefully. I mean, it's great. Talk on Neris slightly. When he blew that save against the Mets uh, for the series finale last week, um, I was really starting to worry that the, the Boo Boys would be out. Fortunately, the Phillies' offense bailed him on that day. And that that really has been one of his only sort of hiccups mm. in, what, two months? I mean, this guy has gone from strength to strength, and I'm delighted that he's rolling. As for Aaron Nola, yeah, that, that's what we want to see. That's what we're here to see. Um, and that is what he's capable of. And I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he's still one of baseball's absolute supreme control pitchers. He, he's a really top ace. And the Phillies need that sort of thing on those big occasions. And that's what Absolutely. he did last night. Absolutely. Just the seven hits for the Phillies as well. Uh, Jay Bruce coming up clutch with a two-run double Jay Bruce, what a what a signing that man has been. Well, Jay Bruce is um, well, sort of over the last seven days, fifteen days, one of the colder hitters on this team. But that's not really a negative point because actually this offense is um started to get a few guys hot at the same time, and that's what we were calling for. Harper's um hitting really well in recent. Oh yeah, Segura's heating up. Real Muto's hitting fine. Hopefully he's over his little niggle, whatever that was. Franco's pretty hot. 
who who isn't hot on this offense right now? Um, well, if anything, like I said, Kingery and Bruce are the guys struggling, quote unquote, and they're not exactly struggling. So happy days, Dave. It is happy days, and they're warming up nicely for this series. We've got a ch- I fancy our chances tonight if we can get a good a good visit uh, mound start for Pavetta, and get him up and running early today. I've got, I fancy our chances. I really do. And it'll be a massive... So we're up against Will Sue with an ERA of 8.31. Don't underrate that guy, though, Dave. Just let me let me tell you. Young guy, obviously not been great in his few MLB it's starts. Only, it's so only his was, third start, isn't it? Yeah, th- this kid's talented, and eventually he's going he's gonna to get it right. Let's hope that isn't tonight. Right. But, um, no, he is, a, he is very talented. But he's young. I think he's, what, 21, 22 years old. So, 22. hopefully... Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I agree with you, and hopefully this offense stays hot. And hope, I mean, if we can we can take a series win here, then what a statement! And then the third game, and um, why is this not early? Come on, at least one of the three games should be early. But uh, the, the Thursday night game, uh, Eflin versus Soroka, really looking forward to that matchup. I might stay up for that one and uh, watch a bit of that because that is a good night. Alex uh, Alex Carr said. Soroka tends to struggle against the more powerful offense. And this is going to be the first time we've seen Soroka, I think, this season. So interesting how our offense goes against him. <laughs> Alex Carr's a great guy. He, he basically bashed the entire Atlanta Braves roster, though. So let's, and I was let's... all here for it. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was great to hear. Um, okay, so we really need the Phillies. The Phillies need... Eflin, Pavetta, and and Velasquez as well to an extent to to give them a little boost. Um, they need those guys to step up because Pavetta in the last couple of weeks has sort of started to look like he might not have turned that corner that we hope that he has. So yeah, I mean, I think Eflin's fine. By the way, what a great year that guy's having, and I, I I trust that guy. I suppose it's Pavetta and uh, Velasquez that we're just sort of still waiting on to to get aboard this bandwagon and get a few wins in a row. Absolutely, we need a series win would be perfect. Would put us within three point or put us within four point five of the Braves were to get a series win. Takes us into a nice series of New York to finish the season before the All-Star break. I've just seen Velasquez is against um, DeGrom on that Friday night. <laughs> Could be interesting. Uh, the only early game is on Sunday against the Mets. That will be will be facing Wheeler, but it's not put our starter up there yet. That could be... Could be... Uh, Nola again. Could be Nola Syndergaard. Yeah, I no, think could, that's, could, that's it correct. It could be Nola Wheeler, sorry. It could be Nola Wheeler. No. But, but uh, yeah, well, I, I'm feeling positive. I'm, if we can win tonight, series win, roll into New York, hopefully another series win, and we'd, we'd end the uh, the first half of the season in, in relatively good good stead. I'd, well, I'd um, take it. Listen, I mean, we're five games above 500. I believe that we're um, within five games of the division lead. Um from a team that, by the way, is absolutely scorching hot over the month of June. Um, and I don't think anyone could really expect anyone else to be that hot. So maybe the Phillies red hot month is still to come. Um, the nice thing about the Phillies right now is that we seem to have eight hitters, a lineup that Gabe is happy with. 
it seems mm, consistent to be again. Yeah, we, you know, there's a few nice bench bats. We've got a little Brad Miller there popping in with the odd bit of bamboo look and yeah. Sean Rodriguez offering some help when they need him and um, Roman Quinn, obviously, some speed off the bench if they want a pinch runner or someone to, to um, add a little bit of speed. Um, but in general, this is eight hitters now that, you know, we say, you know, we pretty much know what the lineup's going to be if everyone's healthy. Absolutely. Nice way to sum it up. And next week, we're going to have a, a special podcast with all the other NL East uh, UK accounts and to discuss the first half of the season, um, which should be fun. But, Ryan, I think it's time to get a special guest on. Right. So here we go. So have you ever wondered what it's like to run an MLB team's social media account? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Well, we're going to find out because we are joined by Mr. At Phillies himself, Tim Stokel. Tim, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, what are you up to? You, I suppose you're in Atlanta right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in Atlanta. Uh, I've got a big win last night. Heading to the ballpark in a couple hours for game two of the series. Uh, so, hopefully, we can keep it going. So, what's a, what's a typical day for you, Tim? Do you, do you travel all around with the team home and away? Uh, do you travel to the ballpark with the team? Yeah, so when when we're on the road, we um, there's a couple buses that leave the hotel throughout the day. Um, we'll hop on one of those, head to the ballpark, uh, gather some content there during batting practice, uh, warm-ups, then really just head up to the press box and get ready for the game, providing updates for the fans on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. <laughs> so it's it's a busy day, but uh, it's, it's cool. It's, it's nice being on the road and... Uh, Going to check out new cities. Oh, absolutely! I, I can imagine it's just a dream job. Do, did you chat to the players and the coach off record, or, or do the players like to be kept themselves to themselves, or or keep the players together? How does it How does it work? Uh, you know, I, I I usually like to let them uh, keep keep it. I keep my space. Um, yeah. You know, not that not to, that's not to say that they won't talk to me. Like they're they're we got a really good group, really friendly guys. You know, we'll say hi, but I, you know, I let them go about their business. I know they're doing their job. I'm doing mine. So, um, but they're, you know, when you see on our Instagram or Snapchat, them interacting with the phone camera, um, that's, that's our interaction. That's cool. That's cool. And they must be buzzing after last night's, last night's game. Aaron Noda outstanding. Neris struck out the side. Jay Bruce came up clutch. And that was a, that was a huge win to set the series tone last night, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was big. Um, Nola was he was incredible. Uh, I think he had 117 pitches or so. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. And you know, we posted a couple highlights on Twitter of him just painting the corners, and he was hitting his spots. It was it was fun to watch. And Aaron looks like he doesn't give much away on the mound, but afterwards in the dressing room, is is he smiling? Is he is he talkative, happy on the on the outings like that? I mean, he's a he's a happy guy. He's very he keeps to himself. He. He, um, he's all about his business, and uh, we can respect that. You know, he um, goes to work every day, does his job, and regular guy. Good. I love that. I love that. And then Hector Naris as well. He he looks like one of the best characters out there. I, he, he, he shows, to contrast Nola, you, you see it all with Hector Naris when he's on the mound, but I love that relatability to a player. Hector, I'm so happy he's having success this season because he's – 
or since I started, he's been one of my favorite guys in that clubhouse. He just he's just always happy. He always says hi. He's just always in a good mood. Um, and now that he's having so much success, it's really it's really good to see. I'm I'm really happy for him. Oh, awesome. So, um, we'll just talk about the London series just a minute ago before you came on, Tim. Did you manage to catch any, any of it? So, we watched some of it. I was in Miami at the time with the team, and um, I was at the ballpark, so I wasn't able to watch most of the games. Mm. Uh, I caught highlights, but it was it looked wild. I mean, they were... <laughs> yes, one word for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm sure you, you had your hands full. With all the oh, it was oh, it was a men- mental time, and I can't tell you how many fans there were that I bumped into from UK and all over Europe. Um, more than I even imagined I'd see. We were well represented. I'm I'm glad to tell you. Um, were the Phillies as, as an organization keeping an eye on it as well for for possible future reference? I I would think so. Um, I I couldn't say for sure, but you know, if this team does what we expect them to do and that's win ball games and to get more of a national recognition. I mean, we have Bryce Harper that has certainly helped our national recognition. You know, this is me with zero real inside knowledge of this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd be surprised if we, if they keep doing this series every year, I'd be surprised if we weren't over mm. there. I can, I can just see a Phillies v Mets would just be the perfect game. That's I mean, the matchup I was thinking too. It was because the, the Phillies fans travel well. We saw with the Eagles when they came over and the 76ers that the Phillies fans travel in their numbers. And of course, the, the Mets are going to travel well as well. It just, it's a no brainer, MLB. Come on. Yeah. Make it happen. But uh, I, what, I, I wouldn't mind coming over there. Oh, it would be, it'll, it'll be wild. Like, from what I can get from the Red Sox and Yankees players, they loved it. They enjoyed the whole experience, except it the pitchers. Like but yeah, uh, everything I can tell, it, it seemed like everyone really enjoyed it. Was there, is there any Phillies players there that are into the, the English culture and like the, the Premier League or, or play FIFA? You know what? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I know they were watching the, the World Cup in the clubhouse um, in Miami. The, yeah, the, the women's World Cup. Yeah. I guess it was at the time. Um, France, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that game. So I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a lot of Football fans, is, I, I'm trying. I won't say soccer fans. Oh, he's done it. No, that was, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, I'm on your show. I'm going to play by your rules. I like it. I wasn't <laughs> even expecting that. That was you caught me slightly off guard as well. I, I simply thought NFL. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what, growing up, Tim, was was this always like? Well, I suppose it wasn't even a job when you were growing up. Wasn't no. social media wasn't really a thing, but. What did you do in school, in college, to, to get the qualifications to, to do this incredible job? Yeah, so I, I majored in sports marketing. So I had like that business background of uh, business of sports, which I think that helped get me land this job a little less than my writing ability. So my writing ability is really what I think got me, made me qualified. So I, yeah. you know, I, outside of my regular class schedule and, and all that, I, I wrote for uh, baseball blog. I wrote for Bleacher Report for a bit, um, and I, I just wrote about baseball really. And you know, when it came time to try to land this job, that was my main selling point. That look, I know baseball, and I know how to write, and know how to write creatively about baseball. And that combination kind of is exactly w- what I do. Um, yeah, yeah, it's obviously condensed writing on social media, but it's still mm-hmm. writing, and you still need to be able to tell a story. It's even more challenging than being able to tell a story in 500 characters yeah, or yeah, 500 imagine. words. 
you know, you have 280 and you don't want to use all those characters either. Cause you, you know, we learned that the more characters you use in a tweet, the less engagement gets. So yeah, short, sharp and simple. Exactly. Um, how did you, or did the Phillies advertise openly for the job or how did you get to even know that Phillies were looking for a, a social media coordinator? Uh, so actually, interestingly enough, I started with major league baseball and, um, they have a role where they um, kind of have major league baseball employees assigned to clubs to handle really whatever the club needs them to do from a social media standpoint. Hmm. Um, so in the second half of the 2015 baseball season, I was just working games only, doing up- updates on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and kind of creating this voice that we all know now. Um, and then in November 2015, the Phillies uh added me to their staff to handle you know day-to-day stuff as well as games but that was surreal day wasn't it that must have been incredible yeah yeah i I remember the phone call uh it was it was very memorable day just be careful that tim because basically what dave's doing now is finding out how you got the job so that he can come <laughs> for it. So that was don't give him too much information, mate. <laughs> that was literally my next question. What was there, What was involved in the interview process? And was there an audition or anything? <laughs> it, yeah, it's just a uh, pretty standard interview process, phone calls, uh, in-person interviews. And then you know, there was, you know, write out these, you know, given some scenarios, write out tweets. Like, what would you, what would you say if Michael Franco drives in a, two runs in the eighth inning to give us the lead. Like, what is your tweet? And scenarios like that. And then, so it's kind of like a test. And uh, I guess I passed. Yeah. And you've nailed it since, mate. I, I've got to say, it is, it is renownedly one of, the, one of the best accounts, in my opinion, the best account uh, on, on Twitter, Thank without you. a doubt. Because you, you keep it sharp. It must be so hard to keep it sharp for 162 games and keep it fresh. Do you, is it really a challenge at time? It must be. Oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. And luckily, it's, you know, it's not just me. Um, we have our team. And so it's not just all coming from my mind because I can only come up with so much. Uh, we have a great team that really comes up with this content. And um, you know, the game updates are probably the trickiest because, like, okay, so-and-so hit a home run. That's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what can I say to, when I post this highlight? that I haven't already said about something that's already happened. Mm. Um, so it, it's just kind of, it's tricky, but you know, I, I watch a lot of TV, so you got to keep up with the pop culture. <laughs> you, you do it well as well. I, I <laughs> say you, you guys keep it so fresh. Do you, do you sometimes have pre-written tweets ready to go? Um, not really. So, I mean, there's, there's times when, now, I'll just be walking around in the day and I think of something for a specific scenario Yeah, that maybe I won't get to use for a couple months. Maybe I'll get to use it that night. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm always, my mind's always running, always trying to think of stuff. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say pre-written tweets. It's just kind of I, all these ideas I have in my head and then getting them out there when appropriate. And you guys are like, you're so sharp. You literally, your, your tweets and your graphics are out literally seconds after it's happened. Like, do, do, the, do the graphic design team, like, how do you guys do it? Because literally home run, and before you know it, you've got the graphic up, you've got a, a GIF, 
of what's just happened and your comment? And did they literally send it instantly to you for you to then tweet and put out? Yeah, I, we I take a lot of, or we all do. We take a lot of pride in getting the updates out quickly. Um, so for you know uh, home run, for example, we have those. Um, we have the light show in spring training yeah. where the guys in the we did that this year. The guys in the lights that were used for home runs. Well, I have all we have all those on a folder on our laptops. Um, so when a home run is out, we'll tweet that out, and then we're able to pull the highlights pretty quickly, um, and then get that out as well as a follow up. Uh, we like to let the fans actually see the home runs as soon as possible as well. And yeah, you know, other yeah, pitch absolutely. plays like like last night, I posted a couple uh, Nola pitches that were just beautiful. Beautiful, so they really felt, were. Felt the need to share those. But, but but sometimes you guys are so quick. Like over here, I'm watching on MLB TV. We're slightly behind. And sometimes, like in the bottom of the ninth, when Neris is going to save, he's onto his final pitch. All of a sudden, it pops up a notification. Uh, we, one of yours to fill Philly's win. I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, yeah come we, on. We've, got, we've gotten complaints about that. I, we're trying <laughs> to wait a little longer. But when we're at the ballpark, I don't know when the TV broadcast is officially. When it's shown on the TV broadcast, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to delay it a little, but I, I, don't, I guess I'm not delaying it enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally by second. It's, it's, last season was, was was the worst. Like every game would, uh, and then if it's notification didn't pop up, I'm like, oh no, has something gone wrong? Something, has yeah, some, we're still something playing. Hap- yeah, <laughs> why are they still playing? What's going on? Um, but it's a lot better this year. Uh, but that, that's great to you guys because you, you, you're just on the point. You're so quick. You're so sharp with it all. And the humor as well comes across great. It's like the the guys at the Rockies, I think they do a good job as well of of just relating to, to the fans watching, really engaging them and, and keeping it humorous and fresh. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, – Rockies are one of our uh, – as a department, one of our favorite accounts in baseball. Uh, Indians do a really good job. Cubs, they're probably my, my personal three favorites. Um, but you know, we try to we try to like keep it relevant and mm. you know be as creative as possible, capitalize on trends, be what people are talking about. Um, so it really, interestingly enough, part of my job is just keeping up with what people are talking about and what's relevant right now, whether it's TVs, movies, music, uh, celebrity gossip, trends, trends. Yeah, all of that. That's all part of the job is keeping up with, with all of that and do, do you know the other guys behind the other mlb accounts do you guys like sit together at the ballparks and tweet you know tweet stuff sitting next to each other or or are they are they kept away when they're, they're on the road or no i i know quite a few of them um for uh for example in, in atlanta I'm, I'm friendly with with their the guy running their account ricky he's a really good guy really talented good at his job um, so I, I just met, met up with him last night at the ballpark and just, you know, good to see you again, all that. Um, not every team sends someone on the road, but when they come to Philly, we make sure to take care of them and say hi, grab a drink, mm. whatever, whatever. And, and, and discuss notes. <laughs> discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Just, you know, what, what's working for you? What's not working? What frustrations do you have? And then we just kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Is it is, is the Rockies guy at, behind the account as as I can imagine to be a quite out there character, a quite a laugh, just just judging by what he what he puts on Twitter yeah, for, he's, for the he's Rockies. A, he's a funny guy, he's a funny guy. Um, he's extremely 
extremely good at his job. They they respond to everybody. They have conversations, and a lot of times I'm just like, how do you? I, how do you even see all those responses to to reply back? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredibly impressive. They uh, and and they get it. I think London MLB London um, with all the runs in the first night did uh, did an equivalent of London Stadium being like Coors Field and the, the Rockies yeah. replied with a brilliant meme underneath. Of just <laughs> they just they, again they they get it, you know, and I, that's what I love. Same as you guys, same as a lot of other other accounts. Uh, and it makes it fun as well, doesn't it? it? It's fun for fans when the, the baseball team on social media respond and it makes them feel closer to the team as well. Yeah, I, that's kind of what we've learned over the last couple of years is that responding really goes a long way. Um, you know, when when I first started, I you know, a little bit after that, I was just like, why do, we, why do I need to respond to everyone? Like, I didn't quite get it at the time. Mm. Now, now I get it. I, I grew kind of like... To, to these fans, it's not Tim Stokel responding to them. It's the Phillies. It's the, Phillies. It's the, Phillies. the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a big team. deal. That's a big deal. So we've taken it a lot more seriously. Absolutely. And going uh, with the, the recent, uh, the bamboo, let's go into the bamboo and the, the, the change of the logo to the clover. And wh- wh- whose idea was that? Was it, was it Brad Miller bringing the bamboo in and set the chain of events? Or did you guys have the change of the logo for good luck and was that a team decision who was who was behind that master stroke for a week so it's funny because we we had the idea to kind of do something to this goes back to us not you know us not crawling into a shell when yeah we're in a rough stretch so we lose seven straight and we got to stay true to who we are so you know we decided to change our try to change our luck we did made the clover our twitter logo we did a bunch of heads up pennies as the the uh, the header. Yeah, um, yeah. Then shortly after, the reporters got started tweeting about uh, Brad Miller bringing his bamboo in. So I was like, oh man, I wish we waited because then we could have made it more bamboo themed rather <laughs> than a clover and pennies, which at the time was just completely random. Um, but it ended up working out. Um, and we had a lot of fun with the bamboo. I, you know, we we just put a ton of bamboo content out there, and it was it wasn't getting old. Apparently, the, uh, the engagement it really, really wasn't. high on everything. And I I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, do we need to tone it down? I was like, you know what, no, because fans are still liking it. I'm having fun with it. It's a win win. It was it was weird because we just come off that horrible run, and all of a sudden it's like everything was lifted. It was it was fun, and and people were like the the, the bamboo the the change the logo, you know, and then Philly went crazy for for bamboo. Yeah, you know, yeah it was it was we, unbelievable. We did, we did over here, you know, it was, but it's like the fans came together, didn't it? It was a positive response. Everybody came, put all the, the the horrible two weeks we had just had aside. Everyone sort of got everyone to rally together to get everyone to all the fans to come together. That's what I loved about it. That was that's very very true. I mean, it was way bigger than I ever expected it to be. And it was a lot of fun. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll maybe we'll bring back some more bamboo content. Well, is is the bamboo still around? Is, is, have they still got it in the offices? Is, uh, has it got, has it got on the road with you? Yeah, it was in Miami. Um, I, I I didn't I didn't look for it, but I, I'm sure it's in Atlanta. <laughs> Some someone's got it. Someone's got it somewhere. 
Um, so it is being Mr. Phillies, and is it a dream job, or is it a lot more grueling and stressful than than what it looks like and, and what it seems on the outside? Uh, I think both. Um, it's certainly a dream job. I mean, I growing up a Phillies fan, being able to work for the team and kind of, in one way, be a voice for the team is really something I never thought would happen. Um, it also is a lot of work. Um, baseball is obviously a 162 game season, and we're working nights, weekends, miss, you know, missing out on some family time now and then. Yeah, it's imagine, the job. Yeah. It, it's baseball season, and that's that's what it is. Um, you know, our our bosses are our boss is very flexible with allowing us to take time to recharge and get ready for the next stretch of games. Um, so we're very fortunate there that we you know we we do our best not to get burned out too soon. It is, is a long that, season. Is that why you and uh, Missy Perez swap over from time to time, keep you both fresh? Yes, that's exactly why. It's a good idea because she's just been on holiday, hasn't she? I've seen she's uh, she's been having a great time on holiday. So she, she's going to come back fully recharged. Yep, and then next week I'm going on my vacation and then uh, they'll be covering the All-Star game and I'll be recharged after the break. And hopefully the Phillies will be as well to go again. Go on, Ryan, you got a question there, buddy? Yeah, Tim, I... I know that you you may tell me that the answer to this is the, the obvious no way I love it, but sometimes you hear about like baseball players themselves getting a little bit bored of the game itself, you know, because this is such a grueling stretch on the road on buses and aeroplanes. And is there an element for you at all of actually you just wind up looking at box scores and seeing the game through that lens instead of sort of falling out of love a little bit with the sport itself as a as a fan viewing it? Um. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily say that. I my my view of the game certainly changed from when I was just a fan. Um, you know, now being a employee watching and working all these games, um, it's it's a little different, and it's hard to explain how. I guess there's just more, it's kind of more invested in it, even honestly. Mm. Um, but I, you know, I I grew up loving baseball, and then being able to watch all these games being paid to do so is really it doesn't get old yeah uh, you know, it, 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 it must tiring. be living, it must be living the dream for you yeah yeah like it, it gets tiring sometimes and that mm. like i'm physically tired but it doesn't get old and i'm willing to keep doing it you know yeah, well, that's, that's that's good news. Do you, do you still do you still cheer for a home run and 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 despair when we've we've blown a save or an error? Do you do you still find yourself watching it as a fan and getting as as emotionally involved being a fan? Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> I'm not. We're not allowed to cheer in the press box, but I'll I'll give a little <laughs> fist bump under the table. Yeah. Uh, get get frustrated after a loss. Um, yeah, it, it's it's still there's still my team that I grew up watching and rooting for. And I'll, what, that's not going to change. What do you make to those boos of Bryce on the road? Um, obviously, you're on the road with the team. And I took in California. I was, you know, I was kind of expecting a few boos here and there. But I was pretty shocked at what I was hearing in certainly L.A. and even San Diego. Um, is that a bit odd to you that these sort of people are booing this guy mainly because he signed a big contract, it seems? Yeah, it is odd to me. Um Last night there were loud boos every at bat, which I guess you know it's a division rival, so there's that. But mm. it was only him, you know what I mean? Like the other yeah. guys weren't getting booed. It's it's very strange. It's like 
you're gonna boo this guy for taking for signing a big contract and doing something that's yeah a, a well-earned contract it's, it's kind of strange but i you know it I, seems I a bit nasty pretty, yeah he, he's a really good guy though yeah so this is what i mean yeah so I don't, you know it's, it's just rival fans and he's he's our big name player so that's that's what's gonna happen yeah, it seems unfair because I always think about these guys as humans, you know, and they are on the road and they are away from their families. And, you know, no amount of money probably makes him sort of that pleased that whenever he's... It must get a bit boring for him. 81 games of the season, he's going to have to hear these vociferous boos. You know, it's a bit childish, I think. Yeah, it's it's got to be tough. But, you know, he's a, he's a professional and uh, I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, just taking it all in stride. Yeah. Getting on to Bryce Harper, that off season for you, like as soon as you signed, I was happier than I thought. You must be one of the happiest people around because, <laughs> man, did, did you just know that as soon as you put a tweet out, you knew what was coming in the comments at, at, at stages? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was from the end of last season until we signed him. It was every single post announced Harper, <laughs> side Harper. It, it was unbelievable how invested the fans were in getting this guy. Yeah. You know, now, in, in hindsight, it's hilarious, and I love it. At the, at the time, I was a little frustrated. because <laughs> right, we, we just put out something that has nothing to do with him. Can we talk about that? But it, it's, it's really funny. And um, when, when we did sign him, it was a really chaotic 48 hours or so. But then after, after that, I was able to kind of look back and just think, man, that was really cool. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. It was like you would tweet something and I'd like I knew the first 10 comments would and you just knew what they were going to be. But but for you, did it ever like kind of annoy you a little bit? Like, oh, come on. Let's let's have a day off for one one day. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But again, it's it's I get it. It's all it's all fun. Um, Yeah looking back on it it's it's a lot more fun to look back on than it was living it who who gives you your breaking news who who breaks the harper news news to you or who breaks the trades and and the roster moves to, to you to tweet out who, who does that come from uh that comes from our baseball communications department um, right right they'll get the the word from the higher ups they'll uh let us know so we can prepare accordingly and um and loop the media in and all that. Cool, cool. Um, Tim, uh, question. So I know that sort of banter and throwing shade is a part of these sort of um, sports clubs Twitter accounts now. Do you, do you go to someone you work with sometimes and sort of say to them, okay, I'm about to throw shade at this random tweeter or this ball club or this city is this okay? Like you pass it by someone before you sort of get yourself in trouble for going too far. Uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've done that plenty of times. Um, we've gotten to the point really where I, I know what the line is. Um, and I know yeah, okay. not to cross it. Um, but if I if I feel like I'm getting close to that line, I'll I'll run it by run it up the flagpole and uh, see if I get the okay. <laughs> Is there any tweets you've put out there and you've you've had to delete immediately after, or any tweets you wish oh, I I shouldn't have put that one? Um, no, not really. Um, not at least 
because of crossing a line. Um, mm. Like I said, if I, if I think I'm getting close, I'll run it by people. And then if they say it's okay and I post it, then, you know, they said it was okay. We all thought it was okay and we're good to go. So I, I don't really re- regret it. Um, there's been times when I've been told not to post certain things. And <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't have to, any regrets or anything. <laughs> No, absolutely. Do you um, after a loss and after a run of losses, do you just tweet and then sort of not read the the comments underneath because because some of them are brutal. Yeah, yeah. After a loss, it's kind of no good comes of scrolling through those those mentions. Um, Correct. Because you know, there's been times I've been tempted to fire back at people, and and then I'm just like, it's not, it's not appropriate for the Phillies brand to be responding like yeah. that so i just kind of need to take a step back you know close the laptop and get some sleep and then <laughs> go back at it in the morning that's the best way so right. yeah. that's, that's what i do it's a pretty lose i won't i won't even go on twitter because it's just yeah. it's from one extreme to another with every win or loss right you know it's it's kind of like a football mentality american yeah. football mentality where where yeah. every game is uh must win and in, in baseball it's a long season if you if you lose 70 games you had a really good year um but you know it also shows how passionate the fans are and how oh, much yeah. they want to win and it's, it's refreshing to see that how invested they are how how long after the games are you there for because you, you do quite a few tweets for a good couple of hours after the games as well mm-hmm. yeah after, after wins we'll we'll be there for Probably at least an hour after the game ends. Um, so those late night walk off wins in the thirteenth <laughs> inning, those are those are late nights. But um, you know, if it's a win, it's worth it. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, have we made the postseason since you've been in, since you've been with the Phillies? No, no. We the closest was last year. So. <laughs> Oh, you so better end that streak soon, Tim. Well, you you know yeah. we we will have to hire someone else. I'm afraid. I yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you must be excited with the Phillies doing so well. Of course, and you're so invested as well. But you must be dying to see some postseason baseball at Citizens Bank Park as well. Because like like I always hear people going, "Oh, postseason baseball in Philly, full stop is is." the best experience and the, mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere. And I suppose you're a bit in the same boat. You, you must be so excited that if we get there, you're going to experience it as well and be at the forefront of it. Right. Yeah. I'm, I very much want that. Uh, yeah. I went to some postseason games as a fan um, mm. and they were, they were just electric. Every pitch, everyone's on the edge of their seat. Um, the noise is incredible. So if we're able to, to get there this year, which I, I really, really think we can. Um, that would be, that'll be certainly something I'll remember forever. And yeah, you know, from a from our social media standpoint, there's oh, only one game so going on at a time in the postseason, so all eyes are on us, and we're ready for it. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Did you think, as a fan, Tim? Do you reckon if we if if we got there, it'd be as divisional winners or through the wild card? What do, what would you what do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. Um, it's so hard to call still, isn't it? It's all closing up now. Yeah, and the Braves are the Braves are the real deal, and they're not going anywhere. But you know, you never know. Um, it's hard to say. But I, you know, if you get in, you have a chance to win it all, and that's all that matters. 
Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Once you're in, you're in. Then it's it's playoff baseball. It, it, yep. It's down to who performs better on the day. The pressure, the, the nerves, the the clutch moments. That, that that's when you earn. Let's say in sport here, that's when you really earn your money. You know, that's when you find out what sort of player you really are. Yeah, everyone who gets in has a chance. So, just absolutely. Get uh, just a couple of questions from uh, from the social media. Uh, let's go with I've asked most of these ask him to announce Harper <laughs> we got Harper uh, we, uh, is it hard after a tough loss not to is it tough after a tough loss not to post or react to some of the comments we just said that one really uh, they're all just comments of how you guys rock really actually <laughs> oh, I appreciate that which is, which is good which is good we'll take on Facebook Ryan any more questions buddy uh, you know, I, it's really interesting to hear this side of baseball. So I'm really glad that you've taken the time, Tim, to Absolutely, come on. Yeah. So it's it's not so much a question, it's a thank you. And I'm sure that the fans listening in the UK, you know, me and Dave talk a lot about the games. We talk a lot about statistics and um, we're fans, you know, when you, you've come and talked to us there about something that... Perhaps Dave has more of a clue out about than me, <laughs> but I found that really interesting. So thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about that. No, of course. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you uh, no, absolutely. being interested enough in what I do. No, it's 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 been fun. It's just yeah, a different side of baseball that nobody that wasn't even in baseball ten, fifteen years ago. No. So it's a relative. Do you, do you ever do you ever think do you ever look at you know, take a step back and go, wow, I am, I'm, I've got 1.8 million followers. You know, I am, I am the Phillies. I'm the face of the Phillies. Do you ever just th- pinch yourself sometimes? Yeah, sometimes you have to and just kind of try not, don't take it for granted. I'm very fortunate to be in the position I'm in and I'm not, I'm not going to take it for granted. I really, really appreciate everything that I've been able to accomplish and everyone who's helped me get here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of questions on Facebook. Uh, someone say, "What's your favorite ballparks as a fan to go to, and and uh, what's your favorite Phillies moments since you've been doing the job?" That's a good question. Uh, favorite ballpark outside of Philly is probably San Francisco. Yeah, um, the views are amazing. Um, it's a really really nice ballpark. Actually, I you know I really like Atlanta too. I think they did a great job with their new ballpark. I haven't, uh, I haven't been to that one. It's a bit slightly out of downtown, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's in its own little area, but it, it's it's beautiful. They did a really good job, and the area around it is really built up, and uh, a lot of you know apartments, hotels, shops. Um, it's really nice. You get some clam chowder in a bread bowl in San Francisco, Tim. I did not. <laughs> oh. That's the stuff, man. Next time you're back, that way, well, you better not eat breakfast beforehand. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And, and what's your favorite memory so far doing the job? What are the highs? What have been the highlights so far? Yeah. Um, well, I wasn't in Chicago, but I I was tweeting the Hamels no hitter. Um, yeah, that was a that was day, that was a day game, after. wasn't it? Yeah, that was about a month into the job for me. So that was oh that wow, was a little, that was a little chaotic. I was like, oh god, what do I do? Oh, wow. <laughs> How do I handle this? And, and that was the, the dramatic Herrera catch in center field, yeah. wasn't it? it? Just saved the no hitter. That was so. That was a, a memorable one. Uh, Velasquez striking out sixteen. Um, 
That was a day game as well. We're that not going to see that one as, as well. well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, honestly, this, the last year is against the Mets uh, with the back-to-back walk-off games with Bruce and Segura. Uh, wow. Yeah. Those were really, you know, between the actual walk-off hits and all the bamboo content, those were fun. And hopefully, Tim, there's a lot more to come because we're in for a, a roller coaster second half of the season. Um, what, what you got planned for the All Star? Where, where are you going on vacation? I will be in Maine, so Ooh, I'm gonna, nice. Going go to lake house up there for a week um, with the girlfriend and her family. So it, it'll be a nice, relaxing week. Are you, are you just going to turn your phone off and? Uh, have a proper break because you must be so tense at times to pick up the phone and, and or laptop and tweet but <laughs> she chose a non-baseball town though Aiton. i noticed that that's far away from any major league team yeah i tried to get as far away as possible <laughs> maybe there won't be cell service we'll see <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant uh well yeah you could, you could be busy as well with the uh, the trade line coming up as well yeah it's gonna be an interesting time with other fills i i know you can't tell us much but are they they must be working hard behind the scenes to get something done. I would, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> at, at least, you know, uh, just seeing what's available, what teams are, who's shopping who, and what's out there. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We're, it'll be exciting. Um, last year we made a lot of moves, and see what happens this year. <laughs> watch this space, shall we say? What's it? Well, watch this space, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim, um, thank you so much for coming on and giving us your time. Uh, what you're saying today, Phillies um, up against Wilson, going for the series win. The guys will be pumped. This will be a massive series win, wouldn't it? It would be huge. Uh, you know, going heading home with a series win. Uh, obviously, we play again tomorrow, but being able to take tonight and then go for a sweep tomorrow would be huge. God, I love it. I love it. And then New, then New York as well, straight then up. New York, the yep. Yeah, heading north to New York, and then then we got the break. And then we got the break. It'd be great to go into the All Star break with two series wins, and um, right back on the Braves' coattails. Tim, yeah. thank you for joining us. Have a fantastic vacation, and um, and hope to talk to you uh, talk to you again soon, buddy. All right, thank you so much, guys. This is great. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you. See you later. A pleasure, right. Tim. So what a great chat and what a what a great insight to another part of baseball, which, like I said, wasn't even around 10, 15, well, 15 odd years ago. Um, that was really fun. I enjoyed that, Rob. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> 10 or 15 years ago, pre-social media, when people were, you know, just happy. <laughs> no, the good thing about um, the social media and Tim's job is his job is to just be positive on social media. So, you know, he's not going to go out and tweet negativity. He's not going to stir that up. And the idea is to mainly ignore that, I guess, and to to bring that positive sort of attitude to Twitter. And, you know, it sounds like he's got a really pretty interesting life going there. <laughs> Yeah, you don't realize how much time it must take. He must be on standby all the time. Like, some news could break at any moment. He's got to be literally by his phone, checking his phone all the time to see what's going on, see where he's needed. Um, it's really cool insight. I know I wasn't after his job, Ryan. What a load of rubbish. We we know that the listeners can decide whether that was an interview for a podcast or you, you know, like when you get a phone call from one of those recruitment agencies and they're actually just snooping for like information on who they should call for the job. That was, that was basically what you were doing. I was just merely asking what sort of, you know, what do you need for the job? 
what the interview process is all about. Because I just thought he, he and the other applicants that sat in a row and they asked him to tweet this in, in X amount of time and they'll all be there tweeting and go, bang, send. Yeah, yeah. I believe you, mate, yeah. Absolutely. And and if, if Tim ever needed a vacation again during the season, we've all got too much and the Phillies need someone. And if they asked me, I'd, I'd be ready for it. You you know you'd begrudgingly say yes if you, if needs yeah, must. Yeah, if I have to, if they have to fly me out there and <laughs> cover Tim. And and if Missy was on holiday or unwell, hopefully not. Wouldn't wish that on anybody. But if, <laughs> if, if if they both became unavailable and they need someone to turn to, all right, I would I would do it for maybe a week. You sound like David Brent right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of theme I'm getting here. <laughs> Uh, right, we've got to wrap this up because my, my voice feels like it, it's about to go again. And I've, I've taken three days of saving my voice to, just for this podcast. So, uh, Ryan, any uh, final thoughts of the week? Hey, Alex Boom, before we go, my, that man is tearing it up. Oh, Alex Boom's on fire. I'll tell you what, Alex, you want on, him, Alex Boom. He's, um, well, you can call him Boom if that's great. If that's how you say it, that's basically a home run every time. No, I, isn't think it? I'm so, playing, I think I'm saying it wrong. That should be his name. But. Dave, one quick name for you before we go. Um, Phillies have a guy from New Zealand in high A. Did you know that? What? A pitcher named Kyle Glagoski. And he is from Auckland, New Zealand. And he has started his career. Um, he obviously started in low A's in Clearwater now, high A. He is crushing it. His whip's below 1.0. He's he's getting the strikeouts this season at over 13k per nine. So watch out for that kid. He's only young. He's 20, oh, but right. that's you pretty should, cool. You should have told me this before London because I actually met the guy who was who was had a lot to do with uh, new, baseball in New Zealand. New Zealand baseball. Oh, so you could have dropped in this name and looked really cool if you, I, you know. I, I could have, but if he was in the ball, he should have dropped that name to me, being a Phillies fan. He should have known. So, so, <laughs> so, now, I'm, so now I'm not sure who I met. I'm not sure if he's, who he said he was now. He, he should have known that and known I was a Phillies fan. We were chatting for ages as well. Yeah, it's an interesting, he's obviously a ways away from the uh, the majors, um, but it's an interesting name to keep an eye on because his, uh, his star is rising, shall we say. Okay, another prospect watch there from Ryan. Yeah. Uh, fantastic stuff. Um, we'll wrap that one up there. This, is, um, it's been quite, this has been a really good one, quite a long one. Um, the Phillies will finish off against the Braves. Hopefully a series will not be bagged tonight. That's the main thing. And then carry on beating up on the Mets. Uh, Ryan, thank you. For, oh, my voice is going. I'm really struggling. He's done, guys. He's done. Do you I'm want me done. to ring the bell, Dave? No, no. Hang on. I need to do some thank yous. Thank you for Tim <laughs> for coming on. Uh, seriously, thank you for his time. Uh, I'm going to re, re-engage in conversation with Tom McCarthy uh, and, and get him on next, uh, hopefully during the All-Star break as well. Um, again, it was just so cool meeting so many of you over the weekend uh, and seeing you wearing the UK Phillies T-shirts and uh, watching the, the Phillies games after the after the London series with you guys. And it, <coughs> Sorry, I'm struggling. Yeah, thank you to everyone who listened, listened subscribed. Uh, Ryan, ring the bell, buddy. For his own safety, I'm ringing the bell. Ring the bell. Cheers, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.